Howdy, and welcome to Get This Shit, a podcast where two thirty-somethings are just trying their best. Accurate. Accurate. I'm one of your hosts, Cassie, and this is my gorgeous co-host and better half, Kaylee. Well, hello. Howdy, how are you? I am doing amazing. How are you? Good. I'm doing really well. A lot better. Good. Good. <laughs> I mean, it's just going to keep going up, I promise. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, what else can you? What else can you fucking say? But that. What else? We're just gonna. We're uh-huh. just gonna keep chugging through because yep. uh, we're millennials, and that's all millennials <laughs> actually know how to do is just chug through it. That's all we know how to do. Yes. Just chug through the bad. <laughs> eventually, now it may be a lie, but eventually things will get better. Again, could possibly be a lie. Things may never actually get better. But as millennials, we still believe that there is something or the world will just burn down around us. One or the other. It'll be okay or the world won't. Or or the world will will end. (laughs) It's fine. It's totally fine. We've come to accept this. We just thought about it a lot. Yeah, we have just thought about it a lot. On that sunshiny note. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. (laughs) That's silver lining. That little silver lining. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I um, that again. <laughs> I know. It's fine. We got distracted. Um, I'm good. We've been extremely busy at work, which is to be expected. Wonderful. Um, yeah. Doing like some serious shit with, you know, selling and yeah. getting through it. Yeah. It's, been, it's fun. It's a learning process, but literally mm. the entire store is new. I just hit my 90 days yesterday, so that ah, means very nice. I Hallelujah. can get my discount. Yeah, hell yeah! <laughs> Literally, that is what I've been waiting for my 90 days. <laughs> I just bet. so I get a fucking discount on shit that Chomping I do not need. Do not need. She in has my a house. folder I, with the different pictures of the different pieces of furniture that you want. I mean, you're not 100 percent off on that, but yes. there are little notes and little pictures. I send you I pictures of shit, and I'm like, uh, oh, yes, around. I love the random uh, mirror or table pictures, different chairs. Uh-huh. Yeah. All stuff that I little, can't little afford, Snapchat. I would love to, but yes. Yeah, right? I, I mean, I even with a discount, <laughs> I really can't afford it eventually. Well, I one bet. of these days. But. Yeah, one of these days. One I feel of these that. days. We have the circus going up across the street I, from us. Yeah, <laughs> and that was odd to see. <laughs> we we knew it was coming, and then I think we forgot about it. So Circatalia was down in Greenwood at that mall. Oh. Um, and so after that, they went up to Castleton, oh. which we work right across. Like, literally, there's a little back road that separates oh, Castleton right. Mall from sure. us. So we can see everything from where we are. And all of a sudden, these trucks start rolling in with Circatalia on it. And I was like, the circus is in town. Oh, my God. Last night. It was so funny because, you I mean, just RVs pulling in. And I'm like, hey, y'all need some furniture for your RVs? <laughs> like, you need an upgrade the of The bougiest RV ever. ever. I'm like, hey, you know what? And we have Italian furniture. So it goes right uh, along with your theme, bro. Come on in, guy. <laughs> But we literally got to see the tent being raised. Oh, that's cool. It was really cool. That's fucking wild. I know. Uh, it was like, I was super excited about it. I'm on Snapchat, like, walking outside <laughs> yes. because we, we're still so new that we have these A-frames that say, now open. So, we, of course, we have to collect them, put them out every morning. Oh, we have God, to collect them I every night. That. It's fucking annoying. But I was like, hey, Cassie, you want to go on a little walk with me as I get these frames? I'm like, look, it's the fucking circus. 
Yes. Do you think that Carney's a Miss Carney-ing? Like, you know uh, yeah, what I mean? I think because so. last I mean, year they probably couldn't couldn't travel, couldn't Carney a whole and lot. Is that's like all you do is travel as a Carney? So yeah, where email us uh, if you're where, a Carney? Yeah. let us know what you did in 2020 or what you're doing now too. Yeah, because it depends on where you are. Yeah, and sometimes the you different still can restrictions do, yeah, and whatnot. All the restrictions. Yeah. Do you have like one campground you call home? Yeah. Or do you, like oh do you have a house and like you just travel this with much? your yeah maybe just a smaller house oh my god did you have to be in like an eight hundred square foot apartment oh my god with yeah. you and your wife and your three children you have a studio who apartment. are also that's why you're on the road yes who are mm-hmm. also a part of the circus I hope oh I mean I feel like a circus is a family affair I would assume so yeah from the beginning to end. <laughs> I want to know more. <laughs> yes. The modern day. Sorry. It was really cool. We were watching videos of like this, this show that's been posted. Oh, the show like, that's going over. And it's like water kind of like that's kind of their theme. But when I was looking, you will be super excited because eventually whenever this comes back, we're going to go. Yes. They also do a horror circus. Cool. With like creepy clowns and like I dark mean, gross and lights but yeah. and like Clowns. it's their circus show, but in like a horror themed atmosphere. Ew, that's cool. I wanted. I was so sad that was the one they did not send Indian. I'm like, Why? what? We need fucking water. Give me horror shit. Oh like, my god, that's, that's so funny. Yeah. So what is it called again? So people can look and see when it's coming to their town. It is Cirque Italia. Cirque C I R Q U E I T A L I A. And I will do a little tag zoo. Oh, yeah. On the Insta. That'll be perfect. Yeah. Maybe find some pictures. Because I don't know how, I don't know when the show is. I forgot to look it up because I'm like, well, I work weekends. So I highly doubt I'm going to be yeah. able to go in any way, shape, or form. I can just watch from my, get binoculars and yes! just watch. From the, yeah. A bird's eye view. Yes. Hey, boss, let me up on the roof. Oh, my God. Yes. I'm going to be part of the show. Yes. <laughs> I'll be fired in a minute. <laughs> What the fuck are you doing up here? Uh, uh, ma'am? Ma'am? <laughs> Just selling furniture. Ma'am? Well, what else other than work? Have you been up to anything? Um, so, let's see. Last time we spoke, I was getting ready for Morgan to come out. Morgan Ooh, yeah. came on out. We had a great time. I got to spend a oh, little time with so them. Bad. I mean, I work weekends, but I did switch off so we have, like, Friday to kind of chill. Yeah. Um, sh- and then she got to surprise the grandparents. Oh, I bet they love yeah, that. Yeah, they were super happy Um, to get into the nursing home. They just had to do COVID rapid tests. Oh. And then you were allowed in. Cool. Which I thought that was great. I was really I worried agree. that you were going to have to be, like, fully vaccinated, have to wait the 14 days, and, like, then be able yeah. to go in. So, luckily for her, and of course, all tests came back negative. Um, so, she was able to visit grandparents in the nursing home. Aunt Di came up from Louisville. Love it. out with everybody. And then she went and hung out with their mom's mom. Um, so, Sylvia for a little bit. They got to go up to eat at some place. Lovely. I'm going to have to figure out what the heck this place is called. It's called Birdies. And it's not the Birdies that was where we used to grow up. You remember Birdie's Bar? Yeah. Not that place. That's what I thought. Okay. I'm like, I'm sorry. She's going to what now? That's hilarious. Because that was a sketch-ass bar back 30 years ago. Yeah. No, apparently it's a putt-putt place. A putt-putt? Yeah, a putt-putt oh. place up in, I think, Carmel Westfield or something like that. 
And apparently they have really good food. Oh, that's so good that even though it was pouring rain on Mother's Day, they went in there and they were like, yeah, let's just go in and eat. Like, it's not that big a deal. We don't get to putt-putt, but I was like, well, that's one way to make sure it wasn't busy. Uh, No kidding. Very nice. I haven't been putt-putting in forever. Yeah, I know. Me neither. I think the last time I went, it was a Great Clips thing when I worked there. Possibly. Which was years ago. I feel like we may have gone at some point, but I cannot tell you. It's been so long. Yeah. What a good, like, social distancing thing, too. Because, like, you have small groups and Mm -hmm. people are always at least a putt-putt thing ahead of you. So, like, that's a great little idea. I never thought about it. I'm going to go back to Top Golf just for their food. Uh, dude, I've heard that Top Golfs are pretty fucking sweet. They're dessert, and they have um, they have good drinks alcoholic too. slushies. They do have alcoholic slushies, and they like they have killer desserts. Delicious. They have these little donut balls that you get to shoot like filling into Yum. out of like a syringe. It's a, it's so good. Uh, speaking of donut things, I saw it. I think it may have been on Facebook or TikTok. This girl had an uncrustable. Uh huh. And she punched a hole in it like a donut. Okay. And then she fried it. Oh, shit. Then she put cinnamon and sugar on the outside of it. Damn. I would probably eat that. Bro. Uncrustables, it looks so fucking good. The center good. is usually where they glob most of the, the jelly and peanut Girl, butter. that's where so you So cutting that part out, and then, you, of course, I'll eat anything that's fucking deep fried. Girl, that's why you freeze those bad boys. Oh, that's what it is. I got gotcha. you. So good. But yeah. Okay. I want to try it. I'm going to make Sam get some Uncrustables. Yes, you I should. I will try it. Yes. Air fryer. Oh, yeah. We can oh my air God. fryer. All you need is a little coconut oil spray on yeah, it. Yeah, spray it on there. throw it in there. It'd be good to go. Oh, my God. Yes, please. Done. We're doing it. <gasps> yes. Next. Yeah. Next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, next. Yep, yep, yep. To, uh, my weekly visits. Yes. <laughs> your weekly visits yes um let's see so so you guys uh, had a good time we did have a good time with morgan um we watched promising young woman which Hmm. it has that girl from orange is the new black the main character uh no crazy eyes laverne yes Yes, laverne um, what's her last name cox laverne cox She's gorgeous in this. She's gorgeous anyways, but she has this um, septum piercing. Uh, and a lot I of people cannot so pull that off. Yeah. It's a tough look to pull. She looks fucking gorgeous Rad with, with it. it. Mm. Oh, my God. Like, I was super jealous. Envious. Um, very <laughs> envious. Um, but it is an interesting movie. It's a little dark. The yeah. humor is, is dark, which I can definitely get behind. Love. You know me. Um, and the ending kind of takes you by surprise. Oh. So I, I, with movies being so predictable now lately, like, uh, really yeah, good. they've been rather predictable. You Very. are correct. But yeah, no, I suggest it. I am happy. We One more time. It. Promising young woman. Promising young woman. Yes. Time. I think you'll like it. Let's see. And then I had Mother's Day a little delayed because. Mine and my mother's schedules don't really match up a whole lot. Yeah, they don't. Which is mesh. Fine. It's fine by me. Don't tell her. Shame that. on you. I know. She came up to work on Friday, Aww. and she wandered around a little bit. You know, got the look of it, and then we went up to the Journey 
which I've been calling it journeys my entire life. Yeah, Apparently journeys. It's legit called the journey. Oh my god, legit! Like if we're old we are Midwest too, women are already. <laughs> we really are. The journeys. <laughs> I blame our mothers because I think our mothers were the first ones to take her take us yes. to that, and they call it journeys. Journeys. <laughs> no, it's the journey. That's so funny. Uh, slightly disappointed. I was mm, hoping for a little better selections. Like the sushi was kind of limited. Mm-hmm. I get that they have COVID standards, you know, so you can be super close to anybody in line. They serve you. It's still a buffet, but like they serve it to you. Sure, sure, sure. I get you. I get it. That's cool. fine. You serve it up or I'll tell you when to stop. Mm. Yes. But I was hoping for, there was no crab legs. Damn. I know. And I'm like, y'all used to be known for your crab legs. Mm-hmm. Like, that was. I wonder if it's only one specific time now. Like, maybe. one day a week or something. Possibly. But I'm like, it's a Friday. Like, you, you would think. You would think. So, little disappointed. That was still good, nonetheless. Good. Just not as much selection as I would have liked. Because, like, if I'm, going to, if I'm going to a buffet. Yeah. And I want to get that of choices. sushi options, I need yeah. to have some sushi options. I do love a sushi buffet. Me too. <laughs> or sushi in general. Yes. Just um, in general. Let's see. We, oh my God. I think I told you about this. I don't know if I told you about it in the podcast, but we started watching The Nevers. Oh, yeah. Girl. It is sci-fi, Victorian, England, and it just makes me so happy. Like sci-fi steampunk stuff? Um, Kind of, sort of, yes. Okay. But it's also like weirdly superpowers kind of mutants and kind of yeah oh. I, I don't want to give away too much because like we're almost we have like one more episode and that's the season finale and even now i'm like i still don't understand what's going on Not but totally i sure. fucking love this show <laughs> yes i've seen it because it's on hbo max? yes it's on hbo max uh, I've seen it because, you know, Kaylee so graciously lets me use her account. Absolutely. And <laughs> I keep looking at it and I'm like, I'm just going to go back to episode one. <laughs> I keep wanting to just restart this season just to mess with her. Oh, uh, what a bitch. <laughs> what a just bitch. Just because she's like, what are you? What are you doing? Yes. There's been a couple times I've popped up on there and I'm like, I didn't want. Oh, yeah. When did I watch Reno 911? <laughs> that's when I knew it was you. Because I also lend it to your father. Nobody yes. have us arrested. Okay. Um, I also lend HBO Max you to your this. father and he has a little profile. And it just says pops with that's- an exclamation point. It's adorable. And I, I thought you were using his, and I was like, this bitch is in mine. And I certainly am. I'm all up in your That's shit. okay. I don't use it that often anyways. Good. Um, <laughs> but yes, I, mu- I suggest it. We are going to finish the season finale, but there's only six episodes, and I don't know. Oh, dang. I know. I need to look further into it to see if there's going to be more. So yeah. disappointing. So disappointing. Ooh, so... But it just came out. Okay. So I'm really hoping, and I know that some streaming services will release, like, an entire season. At a time. Or they'll release, mm-hmm. like, three episodes or something like that. So I don't know if that's what HBO... I was late to the game with this one. But I was late to the game. <laughs> I really hope you will give me enough that I can binge. Because they're yes. hour-long episodes. Oh, are they? Yeah. Noise. I know. Noise. Yeah, I'm excited to watch it. But no, nothing really else that I've been watching. What about you? 
Hmm. Um, I see you're doing a lot of micro. Yeah, always. On the discoveries, I've already watched all of the six degrees. There were only six um, in the season. But yeah, Dirty purpose. Jobs. I, that's my background show, you know? Yeah. We really like The Great British Bake Off mm-hmm. or whatever it's called. The, yeah. I don't think that it's called exactly that, but y'all know what I'm I talking about. I thought it was. Okay. Uh, our friend Anne, she put me and Sam onto this new show, and it's on HBO. It's the Great Pottery Throwdown. Okay. And these people make pottery. It's a reality contest. Pottery show. Uh-huh. Right. And they're British, and they're so nice. Oh, my and God. And they create really crazy, like, works of art, and they make china. Like, china. Yeah legit porcelain bone china all different stuff oh okay yes i love how they have such an aggressive name as the throwdown the throwdown and they're super nice it's very british i love it they help each other oh see we would never do that why don't we do things like that um as as americans (laughs) i mean because because we're horrible (laughs) because we're horrible maybe 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 that's it sure it's just something in the water Something in the water. Yeah. It's the fluoride. It makes us aggressive. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, it used to be lead. <laughs> that just made us serial killers. That just, yeah, and you're not wrong. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Proven facts. Also, uh, <laughs> I've been watching Nailed It on Netflix. It's a baking show with Nicole Byer as Love the her. host. She is hilarious. She's so freaking funny. She's adorable and funny and quick-witted she like you want to be her best friend yes yeah i want to hang out with her i want to go drinking with her yes absolutely she is also on an episode of this is not happening have you ever watched any of it okay they're like little shorts for comedians and they do like one story oh okay on uh we've watched most of ours on youtube it's just like one story that they tell, and it it's the same topic for like three different comedians. Okay. Oh, okay, I gotcha. Yes, she is fucking wild. Yeah, she is so funny, and uh, it's also on. Uh, it's at a strip club, so they have the Perfect. audience filled in around, and they're doing their set on a st- on a strip on club stage, stage. Mm-hmm. and there's poles. Pole yep. Perfect. Yep, and a bar in the background. So, uh, watch. Oh my god, one I love things, it. But nailed it is so fucking funny. If you have not seen the show, it's a banking competition show done by amateurs. <laughs> they have like it's ca- they're casual bakers. Betty Crocker out of a box bakers. How I bake. So <laughs> these judges task <laughs> these people with outlandish cakes. Like, uh, shape, like so people who an have octopus cake. So people who have no idea how to use like uh-huh. fondant and yep. melts and everything like that. People yes, who ma'am. literally just make a cake and throw icing on it. They're now yes, ma'am. Perfect. It is so fucking funny. God, so I would be perfect laugh, for that show, man. Uh, they had usually it's just one person, and I that's not where I started with nailed it. I started at the double trouble or like a team edition. Oh, okay. I was watching like a brother and sister that was a team, different shit like that. Sam and I 
guaranteed gold. We would be guaranteed gold on this fucking show. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Either that or I will take your husband. Oh my God. Onto the show and we will combine our baking powers and let's For see what ultimate we can do. victory. Ultimate victory. Yes. Oh my God. It's too funny. So uh, if you need an, an uplift. All right. All watch right. it. Love it. Another show that I'm really excited to tell you guys about, and I'm almost finished with it. <laughs> we have another episode to watch. Is another reality show. You and your reality shows. I know. I guess you, you need a little reality outside these walls. I need a little I drama. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I gotcha. need a little drama. A little, a little drama. The most dramatic thing that happens here is when Mick and Rocky fight. Yeah. Literally the most dramatic thing that I'm happens. I'm so sorry. I, I try to bring you stories. I promise. Oh, I love third hand drama. Yes. Like when I'm removed from it. Oh, tell me about it. Mm. Or if I'm removed from it, then oh, I'm yeah. telling you. So you're twice oh, removed. God, love it. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. So this uh, reality show is hosted by Rebel Wilson. Love her. It is a dog grooming competition called Pooch Perfect. Stop it. Pooch Perfect. Stop it. It is the I am just pi- I'm just picturing Pitch Perfect with the entire cast of dogs. Oh, my God. And they're all the groomers? Yes. Yes. That would be hilarious. <laughs> no, it, it's a complete grooming show. They color the dogs. It's animal safe oh, diet. Right. All of, of that. Um, of course. But damn, they have the same variety of colors available to humans in their hair. Damn. Yes. It's insane. This one girl. I'm gonna spoil one, but I'm not gonna like. Right. Super spoil. There's still drama. Spoiler alert. One girl makes her dog with uh paint and paint. My fucking lord. <laughs> with dye uh-huh. and with a haircut, makes this dog look exactly like a honey badger. Oh my god. And then there's another one that looks exactly like a skunk. Like you would run away from this dog if you saw it. What the fuck? That's yes, awesome. It's so cool. And the dogs are just like chilling there enjoying They're every bit so of it. So good. <laughs> All of the dogs are so good and so cute and there's feels on the show and like feel good moments mm-hmm. and it's Reminds me of a British show. Right. Because everyone is so nice to each other. Gotcha. Good. Please watch it. It's adorable. shows where people are legit nice to each other. Yeah. Like, y- y- talking shit does not help yours at all. Like. No. I mean, not really. No. So we're going from this beautiful, lovely show. Oh, uh, boy. You know. Y'all ready? Goodness and wholesomeness. Uh-huh. And you were just saying it, not talking shit really helps. Uh-huh. So you're going to flip it. So we're going all the way. To the back, other side. Okay. Uh-huh. To RuPaul's Drag Race. All-star yes. seasons one and two. <laughs> the ultimate shit talk. Girl, we finished season one in like two days. Oh, my and God. we're like so behind on right. RuPaul and all of that. But, oh, my God. So good. <laughs> so good. Plenty of trash talk. Plenty of trash talk. Plenty of drama. And it's your favorite queens. Right. From the later uh, seasons of Drag Race. So, you know, when we came into Drag Uh Race around season four. Gotcha. Yep, yep, yep. 
oh my gosh i mean i've gone back and since watched the earlier seasons but right. that's where i really started all the favorite queens all the drama all the tra- fucking great Plenty fucking great drama spoiler alert i'm not gonna tell you the queens but someone's talking shit after an elimination and surprise surprise the person that they were talking shit about mm-hmm. heard every fucking word Oh, they shit. thought that they were gone. They thought that they weren't in the vicinity. That right. they were completely removed. Heard every single fucking word. Damn. So good. So good. If you haven't watched it, I mean, and I say spoiler alert. Out. It's probably <laughs> earrings. Yeah. Take your wig off. Fuck. Take your yeah. That's that shit's true. heavy. Earrings, wig, wig. Let it all go. <laughs> Let it all go, girl. <laughs> Let it all go. <laughs> But other than TV, to be honest, I really haven't done too much. Oh, I do <laughs> want to shout out. Uh-huh. I want to shout out uh, everyone who has fed Sam and I <laughs> in one capacity or another. I really appreciate you guys. You're great. <laughs> we haven't really had to cook too much because people keep bringing us food and uh, gift certificates and different things like that. So thank you so much. It has been so helpful. And absolutely, I, I mean, you guys are just great. So sometimes it really fucking sucks to come home and cook, and when you can't stand, you know, long yeah. enough to actually do it. Yeah, it's appreciated. It really is. Oh, good. I'm glad. It leaves more time for Samuel to do other things that need to be done. Things. Yes. Yeah. Or have some, yeah, damn some time downtime. for himself. Yeah. Yes, downtime. <laughs> Go take a goddamn nap. Yes. Please. Nothing wrong with that. But thank you so much. And also, shout out to Sally because you've been working overtime. Love you, Sally. <laughs> Sally is my therapist. In Sally case you don't is, know. Uh, <laughs> wonderful. She is wonderful. Talkspace. We're not sponsored by them yet. But do. Uh, but uh, check out Talkspace. Yes, actually, check them out. Please, uh, if you need some therapy. It, you know what? You just need somebody to talk to. Girl, that is the best part. That's the thing. Like, it's literally talking to somebody who's not going to side with you, who's not going yep. to just tell you what, you know, you think you want to hear. They're going to tell you the fucking truth. And Yeah, I have a, sometimes a third party. Like, yeah. she, Sally is just... Um, a third party who is unbiased has my best interest in mind. Right. And her sole job and her sole want is to help me. Right. She is morally neutral to yes. everything else. Yes. You can mad at her all you want. She don't fucking care, man. Girl, she doesn't tell you the truth. I've been real fucking sassy with her. And she's like, all right. I mean, if that's how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm like, it is how I feel. Fine. Be a little sassy biscuit. <laughs> exactly. I don't She'll care. be like, ooh. Doesn't bother me. Fe- feeling good today, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but other than that, I've made a few TikToks because I've been that bored. Adorable. Uh, about how I have to do things a little differently. Yes. Keep an eye out for them. If you see them, like them. I'm pretty funny. I think that's why we have podcasts, right? right. <laughs> appreciate, appreciate my humor. All right. So, are you ready to finally get this shit? I'm ready to get this shit, girl. Good. 
appreciate. I do appreciate you taking on the entire episode the last time. Maybe uh, no problem. My computer took crap, but you poor thing. Uh, good thing for this round is I already had a story mostly completed. So <laughs> there uh, you go, man. While I was swamped, I did not have to stress about fucking writing it. So. Perfect. The topic I had is a sleepy time tea. <gasps> Bitch, yes. I'm going to tell you about Sleepy Time Tea. It's more than just a simple comforting cup of tea. It involves conspiracies, eugenics, and aliens. Oh my god, yes. Are you ready? Yes. My sources include Wikipedia, uh, Sleepy Time Tea, and the little known religion behind it by Matt Blitz. Oh shit. Um, Fundinguniverse.com slash company. Histories slash celestial seasonings ink slash history. <laughs> um, I'll put these in our bio because they're long titles. The Sleepy Time Tea Cult: The Connection Between Soothing Sleep Aids and Otherworldly Beings by Marion Phillips. Woo! And celestialseasonings.com slash learn about our history. Um, oh, the company right. was founded in 1969 by several. Colorado hikers who discovered that the Rocky Mountains were full of yummy herbs that made a delicious tea. Oh, shit. Naming it Celestial Seasonings, supposedly after one of the co-founder's girlfriend's flower name. Flower I name. think it has something to do with the 70s. With the... Uh, the the flower power stuff. movement. Oh, and okay. Yeah. So I tried to look it up. I was like, what the heck does flower, like, it's one word. What does flower name mean? And it literally brings up just names of flowers. You know, right what I mean? on. like specific flower names, not. So, anyway, so <laughs> it was really <laughs> difficult. I think it has something to do with the 70s and flower power and all that shit. I love it. So the group was led by Mo Siegel. Who uh, would go on to be the face of the company. Siegel was already known as an herbalist in Boulder at the time. He, sell, he sold his famous 36 herb tea to 36. health food stores. I know, right? Why do you need 36? <laughs> um, he sold health food stores in the area with hand-sewn muslin bags. Ooh. In 1972, Siegel and Celestial Seasonings gave birth to Sleepy Time Tea. Ooh. A blend made from chamomile, spearmint, and other herbs. So besides the euthanism for tea, Mo Siegel and one of the other company's co-founders, John Hay, were avid believers in New Age Bible called Urantia. Urantia. So it it is spelled, and I looked it up. I specifically looked it up to figure out how to pronounce it. So it's spelled U-R-A-N-T-I-A. But it's pronounced Urantia. If you say so. Uh, that's what the Google <laughs> said. The that's little, what the Google said, yes. The little mouth moved at me, and, and it said Urantia. Urantia. This book was first published in 1955. The Bible inspired by the Seventh-day Adventist movement. Oh. Um, except <laughs> supposedly communicated to an unknown man possessed and put into a trance by aliens okay <laughs> yep yeah it, it, it's hard to get into this whole book but i i'm gonna try for you the exact circumstances of the origin of the urantia book are unknown the <laughs> book and its publishers do not name a human author 
Instead, what? it is written as if directly presented by numerous celestial beings appointed to the task of providing a religious revelation. Um, okay. Yep. Yep. You get, you're getting there. Uh, I'm going to try to help you get through it. It's I love it. No, so I love boring. it. Um, you would think it would be super aliens? interesting and uh, a fascinating read. It's really boring. Do you... Mm. I'm sure that this is enhanced by drugs. Yes? Um, you would think, but I do not think. They oh, because really they're seven yeah, they they're Seventh Day Adventists. So. so, yeah, they're probably not LSD or acid or anything. This is just... Yeah. Heavenly... I'm, I'm, I'm going right, to help you. Yep. You're going to get even more confused. Don't worry. Okay. So, according to historical documentation, the Urantia book was conceived when William S. Sadler... A Chicago physician met with a neighbor who claimed that her husband would fall into deep and abnormal sleep. Supposedly, it was virtually impossible to wake him during these nearly comatose times of sleep. Oh, Jesus. I don't know if he had too many cups of sleepy time tea or what. <laughs> um, as these instances continued, the Sadler family began to notice that the sleeping man would have verbal communications with an unknown spiritual entity while unconscious. What? He was talking in his sleep. Yeah, like, man. It's not he sure that was. crazy. <laughs> why it's, do you think what, that? Why do you need okay. to build an entire religion around it? Now, if we're going to start doing that, there's a girl on um, fucking TikTok. That, what, that like, records her, herself? Yes, that posts her sleepwalking videos. Oh, my God, that's they, scary. They're great. That's scary. It's great. I mean, I talk in my sleep. Does that mean I'm... You do talk in your sleep. Speaking with aliens? Somebody, t somebody record me. <laughs> uh, it must be noted that William S. Sadler did not believe in the supernatural. He was avid in arguing against the existence of the paranormal and practices of psychic mediums. To him, it was solely an act of deception. The fact that he was one of the proponents of the Urantia book only worked in his favor. He was a non-believer whose scientific findings were irrefutable facts and which became core beliefs and documentation for the New Age Bible. Ooh. So All right. he doesn't believe in it, but yet he's writing a book about what a man says in his sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I think it's like one of those people legitimate. who, like, they won't tell you that, like, they won't come out and tell you they believe in ghosts because it's sure. just like, why would I ever talk about that? But then, like, secretly they're in their home, like, something just went down today. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, they fully believe it in the moment. But when they're out in the world, they're like, yes. no, that's silly. That would just be ridiculous. But when they're, like, home alone at night, it's like, what's what's, what's going on? Yeah. What, what was that? Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Do I have a scratch? <laughs> Do I have a scratch? <laughs> According to the Urantia, Urantia's text, half a million years ago, six colored races existed on our planet. Oh. Red Orange, yellow, green, blue, and indigo. Oh. According to the text, there was racial superiority order with the indigo oh. race at the bottom in which, as it notes, the blue man subdues the indigo. 
Okay. Also, oddly states, the strains of gigantism can appear in the green and orange people. Okay. The upshot of all of this is that on every planet, in every universe, fair-skinned, blue-eyed aliens named Adam and Eve oh my God. come up and upstep the natives, meaning that they eliminate the inferior stocks and purify the planet. Lots of quotations here and a lot of eye-rolling, just so you know. Okay. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. Sure. There's, like I said, there's a lot to get into. So that we're book, diluting with white. So Adam <laughs> and Eve came in and apparently took out all the other colors. Like Adam and Eve were aliens. Yeah. And the other colored people with potential gigantism were um, eliminated. Right. Were the natives. Uh-huh. And the Adam and Eve eliminated it. Once again, fucking white people. Um, God damn it. I'm just saying. Even in fucking make-believe. Yes. Even in. Or I mean. Well, whatever. Th- their Bible. Yeah. Their. Yeah. Doctrine. Rantings of a person asleep. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Continue. In 1969, the same year he co-founded Celestial Seasoning, Siegel discovered the Urantia book. He was immediately taken by the ideas. Uh, Writing in 2006, uh, I was not concerned about who had written it or how it had been written because Um, it was so powerful. No, it wasn't. It it should definitely matter where your information comes from. I feel like it should. Um, It should absolutely matter uh, who wrote it. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So later he admits that the book's ideas were the inspiration for the uplifting quotes we print on the side of our tea boxes. Oh, and on shit. Our tea do you remember that? They don't do it anymore. Uh-huh. But there used to be little inspiring quotes. Yes. Which I, I will find one or a couple and put it up on Instagram of like old. Perfect. Inspiration. Like, let's see what we can find. Let's yeah, see yeah, some yeah. crazy ones we can find here. The old here. box designs. Yes. A former employee said the Urantia book was a guide for making sure the moral values that underlay the company at the time we're making sure of the moral values that underlay the company at the time uh, okay uh-huh. yep just support sure absolutely yeah he's like fall in line with like, our beliefs already right he was like i also just i'm trying to keep my job bro so i'll say whatever you want me to say oh my <laughs> seagull left the company in 2002 but he remained in urantia 2002 I, I kind of jump a little bit here. I'm going to circle no back. Um, but in 2002, he does leave, but remained in Urantia. According to Urantia.org slash trustees slash Mo dash Siegel, president Mo, father of five, lives in Boulder, Colorado with his wife, Jennifer. Mm. During the last 30 years, Mo served on the board of directors of 16 for-profit and not-for-profit organizations. Oh. He's also spent most of his life in the food industry. They don't specifically say the tea. It just says food industry. The food industry. Yeah. The beverage. Right. Not even the beverage industry. The food industry. Like, how generic. Mo began reading the Urantia book in 1969 after spending two years living and attending a school at a Catholic monastery. He hosted a Urantia book study group since 1972. During the past 27 years, Mo has served on the board of three organizations solely dedicated to the Urantia book. Wow. 
He has been a trustee of the Urantia Foundation since 1998. Wow. Yeah. So, like, he's deep. He's in it deep. He's in he's it He's Tom deep. Cruise deep. Yes, exactly. I mean, he wasn't an actor, but. Yes. Like, yeah. No, like, he's deep in it. And I, uh, I even tried to look at some of the website for Urantia, mm-hmm. like, out of curiosity. And it's weird how they refer to God. Yeah. But I'm like, but aren't you talking about aliens? Like, I got How super is it spelled confused. again? U-R-A-N-T-I-A. Hmm. All right. It, it's, it's .org, so you know it's legit. Yeah. Oh, this is, uh, it's very inspiring. There are lots of, tre- there's trees, lots yes. of blue. You can also tell it's a very old website. Oh, yeah. And how it's laid out. Like, they, I don't think they but touched it But you have many since. different options. 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20. 22, 24, 25 languages that oh. he, it can be translated into. Nice. At the top of the fucking okay. page. Yeah, right? Yeah, so if So that takes is, up majority of it, too, though. Uh, yeah. Uh, any Romanians that are interested? You can choose any, that. It looked, but yeah, like I looked at, I think it was their mission statement, maybe, or something. Yeah. And it talks about, like, God's love. So I was, it, it, I was super confused. And I was like, I can't get too deep or I'll start getting things in the mail. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, no, like girl, you, they'll, like, they'll grab that IP address real fucking fast. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need to be spammed by aliens and By shit. aliens? I don't need to be spammed by aliens. Thank you. Oh, my God. Challenges for the future. Yes. And, like, you just hear it talking in that voice, too. Absolutely. 100%. Oh my um, god! Okay. Woo. Yeah, okay, it's a I'm lot. Going. Be careful. Oh, mission statement. Don't get too deep, man. Don't go too oh deep. Oh my god. We can't bring you back. All of a sudden, she's like Henry and uh, L. Ron Hubbard. Oh my god! She's yeah. Like all about the. I'm in love. The Urantia. Yes. yes. I'm in love with Urantia. I hate you. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Okay, so before you get too deep, I'm going to circle a little back here on my timeline. The annual sales in 1983 were quickly approaching $30 million. It was up exponentially from the $1 million generated just a decade earlier. With business booming and ambitious expansion plans on the table, including the purchase of 91 acres of land in Boulder in 1982 for the construction of future offices. Siegel and his cohorts were ready to make a signal move into the public spotlight. An initial public offering, or IPO, of the company's stock was slated for 1983. But before investors had the opportunity to purchase a stake in Celestial Seasoning, disaster struck the company for the first time in its history. I hope you're ready for this. You're going to love this. Okay, I'm ready. In 1983, a Mississippi woman who was seeking some relief from a broken hip she was nursing brewed a particularly strong batch of Celestial Seasonings Comfy Tea. Into the mug, she steeped enough tea to make 18 servings. Jesus Christ! Mm -hmm. And, like, I I should have looked up how many bags are in one box, but I feel like she opened up multiple boxes. To get oh eighteen oh my, you would have servings, to. Um, she then drank the brew and subsequently complained of nausea and blurry vision. I bet researchers attributed her symptoms to a natural toxin called atropine that had mysteriously found its way into the celestial seasonings tea. 
which sent the company officials scurrying to somehow mitigate the damage to the image of Celestial Seasonings. I, it's not their fucking fault. I mean, at that time, I, I guess. In one like, cup, was, in one serving, yes. she put 18 servings. Yes. So, like, she wasn't making a gallon of sun tea. Nope. She wasn't. Nope. She, it says, into one mug, she steeped enough tea to make 18 servings. Dose makes the poison. Yes. My friends. It's also <laughs> 1983. I, still, I understand the lead. It was, I it was the lead. We'll, it's we'll just chalk it up to the lead. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll, all yeah, right, all right. Chalk all it right. up to the lead. <laughs> so Siegel said, "It's been the worst week of my life." As preparations were made oh, to recall six thousand cases of tea Woo! in the plants for a twelve million dollar IPO, Damn. were scrapped. Damage was done to the company's standing was not permanent. However, no. um, in the wake of the aborted IPO. A new chapter in Celestial Seasoning's history began, one that led the informal Celestial Seasoning to the formality of a corporate giant. In 1984, the company was purchased by Kraft. Yes, the cheese people. During the ensuing years under Kraft's ownership, Fine Blums, I hope I'm saying that right, Fine Blums, um, (laughs) words rang true as the largest herb tea maker in the country before the acquisition became even lo- larger after the acquisition. Oh, shit. During the first four years of Kraft's ownership, the entire period of the two companies would be united. Uh, Celestial Seasoning Boom increased its stature while under the sponsorship of the deep-pocketed corporate parent. Celestial Seasoning's advertising budgets increased tenfold, in the four years of craft ownership, enabling the company to advertise for the first time ever on national television. Ooh, all right. So now we're marketing. Right, using daddy's money. Using daddy's money. <laughs> <laughs> daddy, may I have a commercial? <laughs> uh, yeah, and they... Uh, Spice daddy. Since they... Shit, I hate you. So they went from just under 30 million in sales to 1984. They had 45 million. Oh, damn. All right. um, By 1988. Yeah. But they didn't get along with Kraft. Uh, Oh. What appeared to be the end of an increasingly strained relationship between Kraft and Celestial Seasonings occurred in 1988 when Kraft announced it was selling Celestial Seasonings to Thomas J. Lipton. Oh, they informed Feinblum of the deal the day after it was signed. Oh, shit. Oh, that happens when you don't own your company. You're yeah, not in man. all the meetings, man. Not all. Uh, You're not pretty. Yeah, pretty shitty. Uh, the proposed combination of Celestial Seasonings and Lipton paved the way for the company that would control 81% of the tea market. It's a tea the- monopoly. And it really is, man. Like, there's a lot in tea, apparently, we didn't know about. <laughs> So the tea market wants Celestial Seasonings 50% of the market share and Lipton's 31% of the market share were combined. Aside from the overwhelming market control, the merger would engender the union of Celestial Seasonings and Lipton uh, also made sense on numerous other levels, providing more suitable match for Celestial Seasonings than its four-year relationship with Kraft. Mm -hmm. Someone said, Lipton are tea people. Craft, they're cheese people. They're cheese people. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> the merger never actually occurred. 
once Connecticut-based R.C. Bigelow. Yes. Yep. The other. Yep. Uh-huh. The maker of consistent comment tea. Yep. Raised objections and successfully blocked the merger on antitrust grounds. Oh, literally shit. because they're going should, to good. be having the entire like they have the entire yeah, market. You, they're going to run them out of business. Yes. The family owned R.C. Bigelow's intervention left Celestial Seasonings still under the ownership of Kraft. But before the year was out, the ties connecting the two company were forever severed. When Feinblum and Vestar Capital Partners, a New York investment firm, took Celestial Seasonings private in November 1988 um, through a leveraged buyout or LBO. The LBO saddled the newly independent Celestial Seasonings with $45 million in debt, uh, an enormous load that required the company to double its revenue for the next five years. And increase its operating margins 15 to 20% of sales just to get through the debt. So they, yeah, they had a shitload of debt. Cannot believe they're still around. Wow. (laughs) To achieve this this goal, the company's management, with Feinblum still leading the way, planned to launch new products, expand its loyal customer base, and after several years, a new line of attack emerged. Sorry, I have the hiccups, apparently. Mm. Poor Doodle. You want me to scare you? No. Okay. How are you going to scare me? You're in bed. Listen. <sighs> Listen. I know you're your deepest, things darkest at me. Hey, now. Fears. Hey, now. <laughs> hey, now. People are listening. <laughs> hey, listen. Even if there's 10 I'm people. I'm going to hug you. <laughs> I'm so okay with this not being hugging be a regular thing right now. <laughs> Terrifying. It's awful. Human touch. I like humans. I like humans. <laughs> So they plan new products, expand their customer base, and they plan for the return of one of the company's most pivotal personalities. Mo Siegel rejoins Celestial Seasonings in 1991 Guess back, back, back. and chairman as chairman and executive officer, gaining a reported 25% interest in the company Ooh. in exchange for his company, which was Earthwise Inc., a manufacturer of environmentally friendly products. Oh, shit. One year after Siegel's return from what amounted to be about a six-year hiatus, Celestial Seasonings continued to reign as leader in the U.S. herb tea market, which sounds... <laughs> the herb and tea man. market. Yes, it is. Cutthroat man. <laughs> Holding on to its inevitable position by controlling half the herb markets for the herb teas. By this point in 1992, the company was generating more than 50 million sales a year. But the debt incurred from 1988 had still hobbled its ability to perform and expand as Celestial Seasonings had hoped. Celestial Seasonings is awfully hard to say. And I did not realize how difficult it was to say so many times, but I'm getting through it. Um, You're doing great. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're doing great, sweetie. (laughs) I feel. So, relief from harmful influence of debt on Celestial Seasonings operations was sought in 1993 when the company once again prepared for an IPO. This time, as opposed to exactly 10 years earlier, the public offering was completed, with 1.9 million shares of the company's stock entering the market in July of 1993. Celestial Seasoning raised $31 million from the IPO, a sum that Ooh. helped uh, whittle the company's debt significantly. I would hope so. Uh, yeah. 
Following the conversation to public ownership, Celestial Seasoning embarked on the course that would carry the company through the late 90s. As company officials looked ahead to the future, they were attempting to broaden the range of Celestial products that would bring them in new directions, basically. So they wanted Celestial Seasoning retail stores um, that would also serve hot and iced um, little starby and, situation yes yeah stock the entire line of products which i didn't i realize. would love it right and i feel like some tea company actually did this not too long ago oh, yeah like there was tivana yeah tivana that's uh-huh. what i'm thinking of so they actually did that and celestial tea had actually wanted to do that wow and i didn't realize how many different the, like flavors Teeries. that have come and gone yes with mm-hmm. celestial seasonings over the years oh yeah there's been so many and like you can even mm. look on their little timeline it shows this came out and then this was discontinued and you can even look up like tea flavors that are they no longer make oh uh yeah i i like that like a catalog like ben and jerry's has and shit like yes that. teas of past years exactly that i think that's what it's tea, like tea of yesteryears oh, that's what i was looking yes. for fuck close <laughs> Let's see. With the developments possible in the future, Celestial Seasonings and its founder, Mo Siegel, moved ahead towards the late 90s, beginning the next chapter in its corporate history. There wasn't a whole lot after the 90s. It just kind of, it's just been around. Petered out. The Um, drama petered out. Yes. But Free Tea Tour, which again, difficult to say, Free Tea Tour, Located in the Boulder headquarters, reached over the 1 million visitor mark. The popular tour continuously receives more than 100,000 visitors annually. And Ooh, it was shit. named one of the top 10 free travel destinations in America by U.S. Weekend Magazine in June 2009. No, I want to go. Right? I don't know. With the whole COVID thing, maybe afterwards. Yeah. If I'm in Boulder, though, I don't yeah, know if man. I'm really going to tour it. Going back touring a teary. Yeah. I know. Uh, I would do that. I, but I'm into herbs and True. shit like that. So. It would be kind of. I think it would be interesting to see. I agree. I agree. I want to make my own tea. There you go. Can That'd I have fun. a Cassie blend? Yes. Uh, let's see. In 2013, uh, Celestial Tea partnered with Trader Joe's for two exclusive oh, teas, Harvest Blend and Chai. And Ooh. I don't know about you, man, but I love their chai. Love tea. me a chai. I yeah, especially there. They have a great chai. That's usually the brand that we get, to be right. honest. Like, I think we that's... We get Sleepy Time Tea. <laughs> um, I do, or... And Bengal Spice. We really like that one. It's like really strong chai-ish. I love, like, I want strong tea. I don't like really light flavored. Really? No. Like, I don't like if I can taste the water. You know how some teas are like super kind of light? Yeah. Sometimes tastes like warm, light light. flavored water. Lightly flavored water. No, like, I want it to be coffee. Smack you in your fucking face. I want it to be coffee. Okay. We'll have to do some Bengal some bengal tea you'll really like it i'm gonna need it i'm, I'm feeling it in my voice are you <laughs> i talk all we'll the time the oh damn. yeah you do i don't fucking I don't, don't talk to anybody yeah, anymore right. you <laughs> should be the one with issues man not me <laughs> the company seems to be doing well despite their crazy history and being shifted around between cheese and tea people crazy religion or not when i'm trying to get to sleep i'll reach for sleepy time tea from celestial teas 
Oh my god, Kaylee, that was fucking brilliant. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Fucking brilliant. I, I was reading through it and I was like, man, I don't know if I can like make a story out of this. But I kept like finding little things here, Blurbs and, there. here and there. Yeah, I was oh like, oh shit, god. this is crazy. How fucking nuts. I'm glad you liked it. Well, now we're going to have to go get a big steamy cup of conspiracy yeah, and aliens. Cons- a big steamy cup of aliens. We'll be right back. Fear me. Alrighty, I'm back from our uh, our tea break. Yes, and Bengal tea <laughs> is delicious. I'm so glad that you like it. I knew if you like strong chai, I do. You'll definitely like Bengal spice. I do. It's delicious, and delicious. it's celestial seasonings. <laughs> A drop hey, of we'll aliens sponsor you too, in man. every cup. Uh, we'll sponsor you too. I don't fucking care. <laughs> it's delicious. I don't care what you believe in. I need me my hot steamy aliens every morning every morning or i am a cranky bitch yes (laughs) they sing me lullabies in my head (laughs) in my soul in my (laughs) no there's nothing there oh my god Uh, no my soul soul hole your soul hole (laughs) oh my god yeah soul hole thank you thank you all right kaylee are you ready to get this shit i am so ready to get this shit Give it to me. Give it to me. Alrighty. So here it is. You asked for it. I did. I have been watching quite a bit of different different television shows. Not my average typical wheelhouse. You know what I mean? Sure. Absolutely. You have time to venture out. You got it, sister. So I uh, recently remembered that a documentary that I have wanted to watch forever is on HBO Max. And since you so lovingly... Let me borrow it. I watched Class Action Park. Oh, it's okay. About, yeah, yes. do you remember what it's about? I do remember what it's about. Yeah, Action uh, Park. Yeah. I cannot wait to hear. I didn't know there was a documentary. Girl, this documentary is absolutely fabulous. And HBO does really good on their docs, I feel. Yes. It's directed by Seth Porges. I hope that's how you say it. If not, like, we already debated it. Sorry. We debated it, and we just decided that was probably our best guess. Yep. So, Seth, way to go. so off. Way to go, Seth. (laughs) Way to go, man. Yes, there are people who used to work there, Mm -hmm. like, when they were kids, and now they're adults Mm -hmm. and shit. People that used to go there for family vacations. Fuck. Yes. Yes. Actual footage of... Ooh. Yes, the of disaster park. Yes. yes. Okay. So I started this a few, quite a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I'm being brave, and I didn't really review this, like my script that I wrote. Uh-huh. So it's like a pre-written script, and the that you had already kind of in yes. the books. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Good. Good for you for working ahead. Thank you. But this was when I was on a little bit more pain medication. So I'm just not. Yes. I was just. Give it to me. Yeah. So I'm just letting you know. Unedited. If it's not completely put together. Uh Uh-huh. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Just. You love me. We'll get there. Okay. So. Here we do it all. Action Park wasn't always a watering 
watering hole, swimming place. Uh, it wasn't always an uh, amusement park. Okay. Okay. When it first started out, let me get in here. Do, 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 do. I'm so sorry. The owner, Gene Mulvehill, his name is really hard to say. <laughs> the owner, Gene Mulv. Mulville? Mulv Hill. M U L V H I L L. Mulv, 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 uh, yeah. Mulville. Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. I, if you think about it too much. All right, Gene. Started working on Wall Street in the 70s. He became a very successful penny stock salesman. Okay. If you don't know what penny stocks are, so back in the 70s, these penny stock salesmen would take worthless stock, all right? Just stock that's not doing very well. They just have laying around. Okay. They would go around and sell them to Joe Schmoes that didn't know anything about the stock market uh -huh. or Wall Street. What that would do is they would take their money, right? Right. Because you buy this stock, and then they make no money off of it. Right. It's a dead stock. Yeah. So they're just scamming people out it's, of money. Yeah, no, 100%. I think uh, the dollop may have touched on yes. that. Yes. Correct. Uh, go and listen to it. It's, it's yes, very the dollop, interesting. I, I completely the, forgot. To the <laughs> deep end that, yeah. There's to a mention lot that, that earlier. Yeah, there's yes. a lot that goes into that. Yes. Dave Anthony does a wonderful job covering it. That's why I was like, yes. this is just, uh, yeah, it's kind of like freeformed. We're going to continue on. Gene was kicked off of Wall Street because he's Damn. a piece of shit. Okay, there's a lot of pieces of shit on Correct. Wall Street. And for you to be a piece of shit that gets kicked off by the yeah. other pieces of shit, that's pretty bad. That's uh, Yeah, you're pretty bowed. He didn't know what to really do with himself, but he came across this beautiful ski resort in the town of Vernon in New Jersey. Okay. I, I, so he bought When I himself. think of New Jersey, I don't think of ski Me resorts. Me either. But I okay. never thought. I think of Jersey like, Shore. Yeah. And, like, that's a real beach, right? Yes. I mean, it's probably, like, it's New England, so it's not very warm, but it's right. a beach, right? Yes, I've never is. been to the East Coast. I mean, when I was, like, in fifth grade and I went to Washington, D.C. But that's it. Yeah. No, it's going to be very cold, but it's a legitimate. Oh, like, there's not, sand well, and shit. Yeah. No, it's cold. Okay. He bought two ski resorts that were right by each other okay smart he operated exclusively as a ski resort and was pretty successful during that time he made the world's largest artificial snowmaker really yes he okay to like fluff up the you know right slopes and whatnot but yeah he made the biggest one gene really liked to tinker and he was always putting his nose and his ideas where it doesn't belong. Uh, like, he just has no business doing don't be that some guy. of the shit that he's doing, you know? <laughs> yeah, where he thinks he's way smarter than you are or even yep. smart enough to have the conversation yep. with you. Yes. Okay. Yep. Uh, Gene was unhappy that during the summer months they were dead. Weird. Uh, ski resort dead during the summer months. Yeah. Very strange. Can't imagine why. So he was so butthurt that he started building rides and attractions. He started introducing water attractions, and that led to the first water park in the New England area, and they oh. opened in 1978. Oh, okay. Yes, 1978, girl. Terrifying. Um, 
my god i so wish that i grew up in the 70s or the 80s i mean i don't know i want to visit it yeah as a time tourist yes (laughs) when that becomes a thing Mm -hmm. we will definitely visit the 70s perfect if you take a look at action park there are actually three full parks oh shit that are encompassed by action park I guess I never thought it was that big. It's 167 acres. Jesus. Of wild fucking shit. The three different parks are Alpine Center, Water World, and Motor World. Okay. We're going to talk about Water World first. Yeah, Because we are. that is really what they're the most famous for. Sorry, chair squeaky. Squeaking chair. Squeaking chair. All right, I'm ready. Give it to me. <laughs> couple of different rides for you i I can't wait the cannonball loop it's exactly what i just said it is an enclosed pvc tube that has a loop as a water slide no Mm -hmm. uh no they used crash test dummies to first test it out because most of these rides were conceived by Gene, who oh, was no. a stocksman. Yeah, a stock trader. Uh-huh. They were designed by him, built <sighs> by him and the park employees. No. And usually drawn on napkins. Oh, There was honey, never no. an engineer in sight, dude. At least one. Just, no. just one engineer. Just no. one guy to go up and say, stop nope. doing this. In the 80s. Nah, girl. Oh, my God. Yep. So the Cannonball Loop, when they would throw the crash test dummies down, most of them came out disfigured, dismembered, and a few came out beheaded. Perfect. Open it up. Let's go. Come on. So the second phase of testing for the Cannonball Loop. Why is there any more testing? Well, they went and tinkered with it. No, once it's beheaded, you put the entire thing and scrap it and start over. No, girl, you just uh, go in and I'll I'll tell you how they spiced it up, okay? Oh, okay. How they safetyed that boy up the second phase of testing gene was offering the completely teenage staff uh-huh yep okay yep everything was ran by teenagers so just keep this in mind why i'm telling and you do you know about how old gene is at this time uh, gene is in his late 30s to mid 40s right now oh good so we have one adult there uh, and then there was like an a, a more, an older maintenance guy. He was like in his 20s. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. And then everyone else. Was everyone. Teenage, great. Teenagers. Perfect. Sounds like the uh-huh. recipe for disaster. He was offering his teenage staff $100 to test the slide. Uh, no. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to need $100,000. Um, enough to where my family can fucking bury me when I come out beheaded. And yes, and all your parts that come out tumbling after. Mm-hmm. When they were doing their human testing, Jeez. they learned that there wasn't enough padding at the top of a loop. There should not need to be padding at the top of a loop. A loop mm-hmm. should, uh, and this is where an engineer comes in, but it's scientific, dude. There's like math and shit involved. You can't just be like, yeah. oh, here's a circle. No, yeah. it needs to be specific 
The loop mimicked a moment of nine G's of force. Jesus fucking Christ. Yep. Blue Angel fighter pilots maintain 10 G's of force for special maneuvers only. And he's throwing children in there. Sure are. Good. Good. They're going foot first. Oh, (laughs) you don't need your bones and your feet for any particular reason. So during the first season, with the loop being open, they noticed more and more people were coming out with scrapes and lacerations. At least they had their heads. They did have their heads. At the top of the loop, oh my god, I I don't think I put this in. At the top of the loop, there was an escape hatch, because that's how they were getting writers out of it when they were stuck. Because people got stuck. Yeah, of course they did. Uh Uh-huh. Because they didn't police people going down the slides. It Uh, wasn't like the organization of the 90s. (laughs) uh, Where somebody's waiting. Yeah, where somebody's telling you to go at a Uh specific time. Where the kid could not care. The kid could not care when you win. He just was like, all right, go. It just has to be a little bit of time. But if there's yeah, no there's one at least stopping you, mm-hmm. it's literally one after the other. I'm sure, yes. like, together, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so they don't even know. Oh, my God. <laughs> when they opened up the hatch to examine what was going on, they saw that there were teeth embedded uh. in the padding from previous writers. Oh, no. Yes, what, it was teeth that were fuck? scratching people. I know. Isn't that disgusting? (laughs) Yes. Uh, One raid named the man in the ball in a ball. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'll say that again. The man in the ball in a ball was supposed to sit on a track built out of PVC pipe. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. Okay? So, imagine, oh, God, what Hot Wheels. Had he invested in PVC pipe? Is that what this is all coming from? Like I didn't see. He had to have invested in it. So, it's a PVC track. PVC expands when it's hot. Correct. They did not plan for this. Of course not, because nobody's a fucking engineer. The track broke apart and sent the writer (gasps) in the ball... Across the highway that bisects the different parts of this park. Fuck! Yeah. <laughs> he ended up in a fish shit filled and oil filled pond on the other side of the highway. Oh no. Yes. And he's in a <laughs> yes. ball. Oh, he God. was, I, I mean, he was okay. Like he was banged up I a mean bit. that ball honestly saved his life I'm I, sure like if he wouldn't have been in there and he would have shot that distance he would have been dead immediately yes. dead yes. probably even before he hit the fucking nasty ass water uh, yeah yeah he for would, real. probably would have been dead before he hit the water oh my god yes oh my god yeah so they scrapped that one Oh, weird. Yeah, they scrapped that one. Okay, fine. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so now let me tell you about the super speed slide this was a water slide that was notorious for giving writers their very first enemas. I'm sorry. I was expecting you to say massive wedgie or some sort. But, I mean, uh, yes. Enema? Girl, because y- these fucking slides are angled so drastically that this water shoots up your anus, girl. 
there was one at Indiana Beach that was just like this because it's almost like straight up and down. Like that's how it feels. Yes, girl, it's the pressure of the water. Oh just my fucking, god! Yeah, you poo so, out water. Perfect. Yep. Not only uh, do you have a wedgie, but I mean, yeah, it's I mean, not only do you have a wedgie, but like you would have blue eyes after. <laughs> Kaylee has beautiful brown eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, colored brown eyes. Uh, oh, I always wanted blue eyes. <laughs> I've always wanted to try them. All right, so now we're moving on to the aqua scoot. Oh no! You rode a water mat down a huge hill. So just like county fairs and yeah. shit like that, the burlap sack ride. Oh yes, it's yes, the yes, yes. same thing. I have seen but the with water, water. Mats before. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the problem with this ride, well, number one, it was not police, like I've said before. Uh-huh. But also, there was a giant bee's nest underneath of this ride, and sometimes people would get stuck or clogged up or whatever, <gasps> and they would be attacked Over by the bees. bees. They would swarm the riders. Yeah, take the fucking bees nest down. Yeah. A hose, a axe, yeah. like, fucking do something. <laughs> I thought you God would think, right? Damn. You would think, but no, no. Next one, the Colorado River ride. When this was first being built, it was supposed to be like a lazy river, but like many other rides, Gene was like. How can we we kill anybody? Yes, exactly, exactly. When complete, the Colorado River ride compared to a class four rapid. What the fuck? So So, like legitimate Colorado River. Yes. I had to look this up because I didn't have any frame of reference. So there are six classifications of rapids. Okay. Class four rapids are described as long, difficult rapids with constricted passages that often require complex maneuvering in turbulent water perfect uh the course may be hard to determine and counting is necessary yes so this is a ride that they've built so literally the call like he literally did he go i want to know did he go to the colorado river and be like yeah hey let's replicate this just as much as fucking possible uh, uh, pretty much yes what's the matter with you yep 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 it, it was supposed to be a lazy river too girl they had bigger tubes and then they had smaller tubes and sh- like single oh. tubes there was this one embankment in <sighs> the fucking river ride and they have fucking footage of it in the documentary. flying out of it? They fucking, it's like, they come up like a skateboarder on a <gasps> half pipe they, in this fucking raft. Oh my god. Yes. And there were teenagers lined around watching uh-huh. this shit show. Right. Because sometimes it would launch people out. Oh, sure. Uh-huh. Just could happen. When they didn't get launched out, they would be like, oh, yes. Yep, oh, that my God. It was yep. a ride and a show all in one. Yep. Well, uh, they were told that they had to dial that back. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, a couple of their fucking kids got injured. Yeah, so. weird. Hmm. Next, the Tarzan swing. And that's literally it. A rope swing that swung 20 feet in the air. Okay, and there were harnesses, nope. or nope. was there at least a fucking mat underneath it? Oh, um, some of the journey on the swing was not over water. Yep, if like when you did the swing uh-huh. out, you swung over land. Oh, and then you came back to water. 
So if you would have let go, you could At possibly wrong land time. on land. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yep, because it yanked you come backwards. So. <laughs> I think he was a sadistic motherfucker. I, I don't know, man. Or just, he was either just that dumb or sadistic and in, enjoyed watching this shit. Uh, he was fear. just, he, fed he off was the fear. money. Yeah, money that's was true. the motivator. That's true. And I he and people he was a pay a lot man. of money liked, to do. Yes. A, yeah. He thought that kids should be able to be kids and do their thing and run. I'm free. all down for that, but uh, let's make sure there are some safety things. <laughs> uh, yes, because one of the reasons that the attraction was so fucking dangerous is due to the fact that most people don't know that they can't fucking handle their own body weight. Oh, absolutely. Have you like? <laughs> Can yes. you imagine going and swinging on a rope? <laughs> I am one of those people. I you have a absolutely. story about this. I do believe I was around 15 or 16, and I attended a kick-ass birthday party. My friend, mm-hmm. his dad, had broken, or his Achilles tendon had snapped. Mm-hmm. So he had to be at home for a really long time. His dad is a smart cookie, built him and his brother the most amazing backyard. Like, he made a like a big corrugated PVC sewer pipe uh-huh. slide because oh. they had like this fall off in the back of their house that had some forest and a cleared sure. out area. There were stone steps down to the bottom area, but he made a slide. He made a bunch of LARPing equipment. Oh my so God. beat the shit out of each other. Obviously. But he also made a homemade zip line. Perfect. He took it one step further with safety, and he had a dog harness that was connected with carabiners. Oh, good. To the, uh, you know, the hand. The harness I put on my fucking dog was around your body. Perfect. Yep. Wonderful. So I, being the impulsive child that I am, I was like, yeah, I got to fucking do this. So I was the first girl up, and I also had titties at this point yeah you can't put a dog harness over titties nah so i mean it was like just barely there and i mean there had been five six seven other people that rode this thing before me Uh uh-huh so i clicked that bad boy in carabiner carabiner right he had built this beautiful oh uh hand railing that trailed down the stone steps okay i take off from the very top of the landing Uh uh-huh the carabiner that is connected to the dog harness breaks. I, being a fucking dumbass, go <gasps> and let go of the hand holder thing. And I clasp the carabiner in the uh, dog harness. Instead of clasping yep, the yep, actual. Yep, yep. Perfect. Yes. So because I let go. For a moment, I dropped down further, far enough that I hit both of my shins on the banisters, the hand railings. You fucking idiot. So because I hit those, I now am spinning Uh 30 30 feet up in the air. Uh Uh-huh. Spinning. And going down. And going down. Mm -hmm. And then I turn backwards for the rest of the ride. Sure. And I land in a very gooshy mud puddle. Uh, you deserved it. I have never seen people move so quickly. <laughs> uh, 
He was like, oh, my God, lawsuit. <laughs> yes. He was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This hasn't happened. And I was like, it's. Uh, and I'm going to have to bury her back here It's somewhere. not your fault. I was like, it's me. I'm an idiot. It's not your fault. <laughs> and he calls my parents. My parents show up and they're like. What did she do? I'm sorry <laughs> that she caused you any problems. Is there anything that we need to pay for? And they're like, you're not mad? And they're like, well, you're not mad? Cool. Yeah, right? Oh, I my God. don't believe that I went back to that house for a little Probably bit. Probably not. Or ever again. I'm not sure. Jeez. So they can't be dangerous. So yeah. I've never done a zip line after because I'm... Yep. Well, we'll take we'll just take you to Action Park. Perfect. Maybe. We'll see. It. You'll we'll see. It in. All right. Last ride in the water world, the tidal wave pool. It was affectionately named the Grave Pool. Oh my God. Uh-huh. The pool was insanely problematic. The wave maker machine worked way too well. Changes were made. But waves were still reaching around 40 inches. Oh, my God. Yes. Lifeguards were said to make up to 30 saves on a weekend. No, that's that's uh, about 29 too many. Yep. I think you should probably have that one or two saves a weekend. Yes. For a wave pool. Yes. Also, the water in the wave pool was murky due to blood from open wounds, uh-huh. gashes, that trash, they got and human waste runoff. That they, oh. Yeah. I was going to say the blood from the injuries they got on all the other fucking correct. rides. And you then, were absolutely correct. Yeah, I'm sure they probably shit themselves on a couple of their rides, too, and it's just in their, uh-huh. t- <laughs> in their swim drunks. Yeah, pretty uh, fucking much. All right. Now we're going to talk about Alpine Center. Okay. Okay. So this is attached to Water World. All uh-huh. right. On one side of the highway is your Water World and your Alpine Center. Alpine Center has more of your dry rides. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Motor World is across the highway. Alpine Center, the Alpine slide was made with asbestos. Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the 70s, everything was a little asbestos-y. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They uh, had plastic sleds that had hand brakes on them, and they did or did not work. Sure. Mm-hmm. The course wasn't necessarily made for the writer to finish it. Um, I'm, I'm going to need you to make something with the intention of me uh, completing it. Thank you, and... Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Gene did that on purpose. He wanted it to like fling them off in corners. So he is sadistic. Well, he thought it was more fun for the kids. No, it's not. This was also the attraction that had the first death in Action Park. Weird. In July of 1980. I think he fully was trying for it, but that's just me. Uh, probably. Alpine Center also had a. Food tents and uh, beer tents. They would do things like uh, Oktoberfest. Sure. They would have sure. Irish Fest, German Fest, all of that. People would spend their day over at Alpine Center getting beers and food, going to Waterworld, you know. Coming back, hot. getting mm-hmm. food, more yep. beer. Sure. And then they would head across uh-huh. the highway to Motor World. Oh, good. So they're drunk yep. going to Motor World. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. 
this park, like I said, was across the street, and it was a land of go-karts, bumper cars, mini speedboats, and so much more. <laughs> the teenage staff, still. Right, right. They uh, figured out how to bypass the governors. Nope. I always oh. say that, the governors. It's not the governors! <laughs> it, can, it can be the governors. That's I think what that it's actually called sounds now. better. The governors. So the governors uh-huh. on different go-karts and things like that, these are the speed limiters. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, Sam said that it had to do with dicking around with the carburetor or something like that. The teenage staff figured out how to bypass all of these governors on these different rides and machines. Sure, why not? They were making these go-karts reach speeds of 50 to 60 miles per hour. Fuck you. Yes, and they would go down the highway. Police would get calls of them taking these go-karts out on the fucking highway. Oh my god. Yep. Yep. Oh, so the super speed boats at Action Park were their answer to bumper boats. They were essentially mini Ah. speed boats that children drove. Uh, okay. Yep. So they were mini speed boats, but uh-huh. they're using them as bumper boats. Perfect. Uh-huh. Yep. Crashing into each other is at a, a good speed. Correct. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of crashing, and Weird. these were not particularly safe, and they dumped people out a lot. Yeah. When you get dumped out, you get dumped out into this pond that was infested with snakes. <gasps> <laughs> it also contained gas, oil. And other terrible shit. Like Yeah, the boats are probably leaking all in that from like, I'm sure because they've probably been bumped into and crashed and things crack and shit leaks. Oh my. And And snakes. And Why did I have to say the snakes? And snakes. (laughs) All right. So they're probably, wait, wait, wait. So they're probably like mutant snakes at that point. Yes. (laughs) Like I I can just imagine because if they're just ingesting and living in oil and antifree i don't know if both have antifreeze but let's say antifreeze but like yes, shit yes. in that uh-huh. like they gotta be mutant snakes they have to be two-headed Blech. snakes Blech. double-ended snakes <laughs> go on Alrighty, the last ride that i'm gonna tell you about is the very popular attraction battle tanks um so everybody <laughs> sat around and played a board game these were mini home-built tanks that shot tennis balls. Fuck you. Is that not the best fucking thing you've ever heard? First of all, Sam needs to make us some for your backyard. Yes! Because, um, well, I don't know. We may have the FBI come and check us out if we do that. But, um, yeah, actually, that sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, one guy decided to up the ante and pour gasoline on his tennis balls and light them on fire. <gasps> Effectively shooting fireballs at his opponents. Yes. Yep. God damn it. <laughs> I'm like mortified and proud at the yes, same time. Yes, right? Terrified and proud. Terrified. I'm intriguingly enraged. <laughs> I'm intriguingly enraged. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, so <laughs> that's what I have for the rides. And now I just have a couple of noteworthy things for you. I okay? mean, the rides alone, babe. I, wow. Yes. Crazy enough, would you believe me if I said that uh, Action Park was forced to uh, make, or uh, not make, but create their own ambulance service? Uh, no, actually, that sounds about right. 
Um, I they had one to two of their own ambulances. They had their own one like, to two. Mm-hmm. This was quite necessary because the town of Vernon was having trouble keeping up with the demands from the town and from the park. They almost need their own hospital. Goddamn near. Jesus. Uh-huh. If you're overflowing the hospitals, I think there's something wrong. Yes. If you're the cause of hospital overflow, maybe you should look inward a little bit. Yes. And the shittiest part is about the injuries. Jean was only responsible for reporting the serious injuries. And he got to determine what was serious injury because he was using his own ambulance service. Uh, motherfucker. Yep. First aid at the park was actually famous. Oh, good. They had this solution that they all talked about. They had this liquid solution that was a horrible smell. It was a horrible color and it fucking burned. Did Jean put this together too? I don't know. It was just concocted. God it was later damn. said to be alcohol and iodine. Oh, good. And the first aid attenders mm-hmm. would just spray that on the road rash, the lacerations, the cuts, all of it. So you're not going to feel that until you actually get home, basically. Like, you're not going to oh, feel the pain no, of that. no. You would hear screaming coming from inside. Yeah, because it's burning yes. your... Ugh. Yes. So you either just dealt with your fucking road rash... Or you went or to you, first aid and and they tortured it down. you. Yes, and they tortured you. Perfect. <laughs> yes. Yes, because they had their own first aid and ambulance service. Serious injuries, they yeah yeah rarely reported. There were six deaths at Action Park. Only. Only right. And Action Park closed in 1996. Oh man, I was planning us a trip, babe. Once I you really got better, would. there is. We're a gonna put that spine to work. To work, yes. After I'm healed, I love it. To the water park, to the Jersey Shore. <laughs> there is an amusement park there. Okay. Now I completely forget the name of it. That's okay. We'll find it. Yes. Yeah. I'm assuming an engineer was involved with that. Yes, it's a with legit business now. My Good. Guys. So visit wherever that is. But yeah. yes, and let us know how it goes. My sources today uh-huh. were Class Action Park, the documentary. I'll have to watch it. People also called it Traction Park. <laughs> uh, the like I said, the director is Seth Porges. I also used WeirdNewJersey.com mm-hmm. and. Uh, Wikipedia. And Wikipedia. And Wikipedia. Good job. Thanks. It's a great watch. I can't wait to watch it. You have to. It's not very long. Um, good. Uh, are you ready to get that shit? Girl, what you got for me? And it's really funny that you had your little story because um oh, no. This is on the Amazon. Um, uh huh. It is Jason Well Unicorn Sprinkler Inflatable Unicorn Water Toys. I'm sorry. What? It is an oh inflatable. My God. It is an inflatable full <gasps> size it unicorn is. where the water spits out of the horn. Guys, this is 
glorious. Yes. Absolutely glorious. It's wonderful. And I thought about you because once we can get you standing outside, it's tall enough that it'll just kind of sprinkle water over you. And you can just kind of play around. Size approximate 82.6 inches after. Okay. How tall are you? I just want to know how tall you are. That's so funny. It looks like it's about five feet or so. I think that's the width of it. I think that's, that's how long. That's probably the width. It yeah. sounds like it's about seven feet, honestly, if it's 80. Oh, my 80- God. Oh, my God. Yes. This is the problem when you're actively trying. It comes up to this grown woman's chest. So Perfect. it's probably about four feet, four and a half. Oh, my God. Uh, amazing. Yes. Yeah, she's 5'10", and it comes to her fucking chest. Damn. That. Thank you, she's woman. She's taller than me. That was very helpful. Was oh, my God, this helpful. one woman has it over, like, a pond. Like, oh, it's like, that's adorable. It's, it's the like a decor- fountain. It's the fountain for... Oh, my God. Uh, how much is that again? All right, hang on. You scrolled through my phone. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I did. <laughs> i got to go back up to I the I was top. just excited. So there's one size, size large, and it is $38.99. Oh, yeah. That's totally worth it. Totally worth it. Totally. Again, it's the Jason Well store. And it's Jason Well unicorn sprinkler, inflatable unicorn water toys, oh outdoor inflatable, God. ginormous yard sprinkler. It says for kids. Also, I think 100% for adults. And I for me. No problem yes. with that. Yeah. Yeah, I figured it was the perfect outdoor water sport for you. Absolutely. Well, and you also need that, and you need one of those pools, the inflatable pools where there are the little seats in the four corners. Yes, and then just have that. Oh, my God, have that on something to where it rotates. Motherfucker. Yes. And if you really wanted to get with it, you could paint clouds on the outside of the pool. You could. Absolutely. We'll we'll get we'll do it. I'm really excited. You should be. Okay, perfect. I love this. I can't wait to get that <laughs> shit. Oh my god. Well, guys, I think it's that time. I think it is. It has been a blast. Absolutely. I must say. Thank you so much for giving me my little dose of cults because I haven't had like a dose of you mm-hmm. know. The weird culty shit. Lately. You're welcome. <laughs> I got cryptids coming for you soon. I'm just, it's yes. just it's it's a work in progress. Hell yeah! I gotta go deep. Yeah, gotta dig deep. All right, guys. I know that you're listening to us, and you already have your favorite platform. But just so you know, we are available on multiple different ones. I would like to shout out Podbean. They are our new streaming service, and they have been insanely helpful. Yes. Insanely. They are quick, fast, and they always reply. They have been such angels. We are available on Spotify, Google Podcast, Breaker, Radio Public, and Apple Podcast. You can find all of these on our Insta bio at GTS underscore podcast. While you're on there, make sure you hit all of our likes, follows, subscribes, whatever you feel like, download any of the above, all of the above. I don't care. Do it. That way we continue to grow and sponsor. Um, If you guys have any issues, because we are switching over our platform, Mm -hmm. Um, shoot us an email, let us know kind of what's going on. Cassie's got nothing but time. She would love to edit. I would love to. That email <laughs> is gts with Kaylee and Cassie at gmail.com. 
Alrighty. I think that wraps us up, y'all. All right. Well, love and light. Love and light. Bye. Bye.